And just letting a system come into alignment. Sometimes it's helpful even to let the pelvis rock front and back. And just allow the rocking to come into slower and smaller motions until you find a place of stillness with relatedness to front and back. Sometimes it's useful to let the shoulders come up all the way up to the ears, way up to the ears, and then let them drop. And just to feel alignment emerging from movement. As we're settling into a sitting, just allowing the body to come into settledness, awareness to come into the body sitting. Within the posture, within the body, is the breath. And without trying to control the breath, just see how you know you're breathing. Receive the breath. Allow the breath, open to the breath, as it's happening naturally without trying to change it or shift it or alter it in any way. Just receive the breath and direct your attention to how you know you're breathing. One of the beautiful things about the breath is is that it is with us everywhere we go. And it is present independent of the precepts that we have. And this breath is like a journey into itself. There are 
whole universes to explore in the breath. And the beauty of the breath is that like snowflakes, every single breath is utterly, completely, and totally unique. There are no two breaths that are the same. While allowing the breath, make sure the body doesn't start tightening down, clamping down, or locking in. But it's open and flexible and flowing with each breath. Now, one of the things about the nature of attention is that there is a muscle of our mind that is developed in allowing our attention to return to where we want it to be. And so if we went to the gym and worked out with the weight machine, we wouldn't feel like it was a failure every time we pushed the weight up because that's what we're there to do, to exercise our muscles. Well, there's a muscle of the mind that gets developed by bringing attention back It isn't a failure when we are exercising that muscle. That's one of the things we are intent on developing. So when our attention wanders, we feel pulled by a thought or a memory or a strong sensation. It isn't a failure when we exercise the mental muscle to remember that's part of what we are doing, reconnecting with the breath. And so if we need to remember a hundred times, a thousand times, a hundred thousand times, that's like pushing the weights, 
the more we do, the stronger that muscle is developed. There's no blame. But for many of us, particularly after a busy time or when we are exhausted or there's a lot going on for us inside, it sometimes isn't so easy to remember to stay with the breath. And so we can use supports like counting. One of the ways of counting I really love is using my fingers, the contact with my thumb, my first finger, my second finger, my ring finger, my pinky, to bring a little bit more sensation to help allow attention to settle with the in-breath, and the out-breath. So if I am using this method, initially I'll start with the first finger on the in-breath, the second finger on the out-breath, the ring finger on the next in-breath, and the pinky on the next out-breath. And keep doing that. And then as things settle, I can use one finger for an in-breath and an out-breath, and the next finger for another in-breath and another out-breath. And we're not trying to keep the world at bay. We're not trying to refuse to feel feelings that arise in our body or thoughts or moods or memories. But if they come and captivate our attention, then as soon as we remember returning to the breath, And remembering, just like when we're using the weight machine or jogging laps, the remembering is what we are practicing. There is no blame. 
Now, when there is some capacity with the breath, to stay with the breath, We can see there are different qualities in the breath. We can see the energizing quality that comes in the in-breath. And sometimes you can feel your whole body brighten just a little bit with each in-breath. And we can notice that with each out-breath, there's a little release, a relaxation, a letting go. Now, many of us have bodies that have various different kinds of ailments or illnesses or pains or injuries or things that we are in the process of recovering from.
And we can use our breath to support us in working with the pain in our body. We can move attention to a place in the body that's tight or tense or recovering from surgery. And as we bring attention close to that area, we can use the out-breath to soften around the resistance to coming close to that area. And use the breath like a directed form of metta, a form of uplift, a form of kindness. And use the out-breath to relax, to release, to let go, to support healing, opening, allowing. Sometimes with some place that's painful, we can move right through it from a number of different directions, moving right through it with our breath and awareness. So if it has a certain shape, we can bisect the shape from various different points on the surface, just moving through it with breath and awareness very gently, very carefully, with a lot of interest and attention to what happens to the sensation as we are moving through it.
And then sometimes we can use our breath and go to the very middle, the very center of where there is pain. And very gently breathe right there. One of the things about working with pain is is, is that even if we are very attentive, it can be tiring. And so it's important when we're working with pain to deliberately take our attention away from the pain and bring it back to the lovely, nourishing, delightful breath. Let ourselves be renewed and rest and refreshed in the breath. Staying with the breath, very clear, interested, and delighted with the breath.
Now with focusing on the breath, with becoming so interested in the breath, so clear about the breath, how you feel it, what happens with it. It's like the difference between putting our toe in the water and then we begin to immerse ourselves in the breath. We're not only looking at the characteristics of the breath as an external observer, but we're very much entering into the nature of the breath as a participant, as a swimmer in the sea, enters the ocean. Breath becomes subtler and subtler. The immersion becomes more and more complete. What is the nature of the breath? Like peeling away the external layers of a banana trunk, getting to the pith. What is the pith of the breath? The essence of the breath. Touching that, resting there, knowing that, delighting there. For the next several minutes of this meditation practice, use these variety of instructions in a way that is most useful, working with pain, working with the different ways of working with the breath in pain, working with the different qualities of the breath, immersing oneself in the nature of the breath. Many different universes present to our own discovery when we enter the breath.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.